lot of jittery citizens on your hands. You're telling me. All three murders took place in busy public places. It's obvious the killer likes to circulate best in a crowd where he can get lost fast. You haven't done any theories, have you, Cranston? Well, I might have, but I think it would sound a little ridiculous right now. Later, maybe. Well, come on, Margot. You and I have a little research to do. This is our day to be mysterious, Commissioner. <laughs> Play along with it, Margot. Even a Cranston theory is better than none. I'll uh, telephone you just as soon as something new turns up. And let's hope it's not another victim. Good luck, Commissioner. Thanks, Lamont. I can show you some. See you later, Margot. Goodbye, Commissioner. Well, Lamont? You like morgues, Margot. Oh, they give me the creeps. Why? How about newspaper morgues? Oh, well, they're different. What would we be going to a newspaper morgue for? Well, we might be going to read up on old comic strips, Margot. Oh, Lamont, be serious. I am. Well, this doesn't have something to do with that theory you said you couldn't tell Commissioner Weston about. Mm-hmm. No wonder you thought it was too ridiculous to mention to the Commissioner. It might not be as ridiculous as you think, Margot. Depends a lot on which comic strip you read. Send the next victim on a one-way trip to Never Never Land. For heaven's sake, Lamar, what are you mumbling? Huh? Oh, sorry, darling. You've been poring over those old comics just for the last 15 minutes. Don't you think it's about time you told me why this sudden interest in the funny papers? Yeah, I've been arranging these comic strips so they fall in sequence for the past month. Yeah, look here. Hmm. This is Jack Prescott's detective story strip. Yes, featuring his latest weird character. This time, an elusive and deadly gentleman known as Hypo. Listen to this caption. Hypo, new type of killer who's traded the old-fashioned automatic for the modern hypodermic needle. Ooh, horrible. Horrible and fascinating to two million readers. A four million on Sunday. <laughs> it looks like an emaciated version of Boris Karloff. <laughs> Tall, thin... Dresses all in gray, so as to be difficult to identify. Go on, darling. Let's see. He eliminates his victims with a hypodermic needle filled with a new, fast-working poison. He always attacks in crowded areas. Come on, you don't think there's some connection between those three mysterious murders and this comic strip character? No, I think there might be, Margot. Of course, we still don't know how the killer actually committed the murders, but we do know the victims died of poison and that they were attacked in crowded areas. Yes, that's true. Some crazy killer might have been inspired by this idea, or some homicidal maniac has really taken these comic strips to heart. How awful. Well, this man who draws this character, this Jack Prescott, he must be practically a psychopathic case himself. Well, I understand Prescott's a very mild, home-loving man. He's one of the best-liked cartoonists in the business. Do you know him, Lamar? Well, well enough to bluff my way through a social call. Well, do you think he'd be able to tell you if there's any basis for this theory of yours? He might, Margot. He has a studio over on Park Place. Why don't we go over and see him? I'm afraid this Jack Prescott's not going to like this idea of yours very much, darling. He's a reasonable man, Margot. I think he'll admit there might be a connection between his comic strip and these mysterious murders. Here we are. Oh. I feel sort of frightened. Isn't that ridiculous? No, not at all. After all, you're about to visit the birthplace of some of America's most notorious villains. Cyanide Susie, Wasp Waste, 
gimlet eyes. Well, oh, hello, Harry. I'm Mr. Uh, Prescott can't be disturbed. He's very busy right now. Well, I phoned Mr. Prescott today, and he invited me to drop in, Harry. Hmm. What's the name, please? Lamont Cranston and Margot Lane. Very well. Wait right here. Am I getting ideas, or do you look something like hyper? That's Harry Borden, Prescott's handyman. The story goes he serves as everything from Prescott's butler to chauffeur. Oh. He's supposed to have modeled for hypo. Well, he isn't exactly the kind of person I'd have around for a man Friday. <laughs> Mr. Prescott will see you. Well, don't stay too long. He's trying to make a deadline for the syndicate. Thank you, Harry. Come in, Margot. This is very upsetting, Mr. Cranston, this theory of yours. I know it sounds fantastic, Mr. Prescott. Well, all I can say is that this gives me a new reason for wanting to get out of the crime comics and switch to something lighter. Oh, but, Mr. Prescott, you've made such a great success in this.